Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Chester. Today, my guest is Shema, and we are talking about her book, Battling Forgiveness, and I love that title. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Angela. Thank you for having me on your show. Absolutely. So let's go on and get started. Now, I always ask my uh, my guests it's kind of the same question, and that is, why did you give your book the title that you gave it? Why was Battling Forgiveness the proper title for your book? Yeah, I called it Battling Forgiveness because forgiving was a battle for me. Forgiving is one of the hardest things to do especially when you forgive your loved ones who have done wrong to you and people who haven't asked you for forgiveness, but you have to forgive them so you can be able to move on with your life. So that's why I gave it that title because it was a struggle for me to forgive. Ah, and you know, I think when when it comes to forgiveness, there more people struggle with forgiveness, I think, than are, are kind of willing to admit it. Um, that phrase, forgive and forget, I think that many people are, are willing to forgive a person and move on, but it's the, it's the forgetting. Uh, I'm sorry, it's the forgiving part. They, they try to move on with the forget it, you know, like, oh, let's just move past it. Just let's let that, let that go. But the forgiving portion of that quote, mm-hmm. I think is really, really hard for for people because it, it just really, it stings, you know, especially when someone does something and it really hurts, hurts your heart. Now, it is. without a It is because you never telling, forget what, what someone has done to you. It's really hard to forgive and it's really hard to forget. You will never forget what happened, but you have to forgive. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are, you are so right there. Now, without, of course, telling how the book ends, and folks know I'm going to say, you know, you have to buy the book to see how it ends, but can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you chose to write the storyline of the book? Uh, The way I chose that, it wasn't really hard. I feel like I'm a storyteller. I like to tell stories anyway. So the way I was writing it was just as if I'm talking to a person, like I'm telling you my story. This is a true story of what happened to me when I was five years old. 
And it wasn't really so hard. It was, I just imagined myself telling another person a story. So that's how I, I came to writing. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, if, if I understand correctly, you were five years old and kidnapped, and uh, all of this happened in a place called Rwanda. Is that is that right? Yes, it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was five years old, and I lived with my mother. And uh, I lived in a very small village, and I didn't know I was missing a father. For the first five years of my life, I didn't have a father. I didn't know I was missing a father. I was happy with my mother and my grandparents. And then one day, this man just came and kidnapped me in the event that took place. It was horrifying watching uh, him uh, snatching me and had my mom bitten and um, so I call it kidnap, even though he's my father. I didn't know who this man was. Oh, my goodness. I can definitely understand. And it's, it, it, it doesn't matter what family member it is. If you don't know who they are, like you say, it is kidnapping to you in that moment, you know, because that, mm-hmm. that had to be frightening that a, that a stranger is coming and removing you from your from your family. I, I think hands down, uh, anyone listening would agree that that is a frightening thought to think that it that it would happen and oh my goodness I'm so glad that you were able to to share your story uh in your book now mm-hmm. as you were writing did you find that uh sharing your story in in book form was it was it healing for you in any way were you able to um do you think that you came out a better person having shared your story with us Definitely, uh, because when you have something like this that happens to you, you can't really tell your, like, I can't tell my husband this story every day, every day to heal myself. But when you put it in writing, it heals you because you feel like you are talking to a person who's not going to get tired of listening to you. And sharing it with the world, it means a lot because I'm able to touch other people, heal other people who's going through the same thing I went through. So I came out as a better person, definitely. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad I was able to write this. Absolutely. And, you know, I think you you really touched on something there when you said that um, even though your husband may be willing to listen, um, he he may not necessarily, and this goes for for everyone's spouse or friends and family, they don't want to hear about it every day as as you heal. Um, So you're you're right. I could see how writing the book would have made a huge difference uh, in in your healing process. Now, how Mm -hmm. did it feel? When you when you are a, a little girl and you're now waking up the next day in these strange surroundings, it was horrible. I at first I thought I was dreaming. I thought it was a dream, but yeah, and it was real. Waking up into my father's house and he had a wife and other children that I didn't know. 
it was really strange. I, I just and I knew that I might never see my mother again. So it, it was really deep sadness for a five-year-old that I cannot begin to explain because I didn't have anyone to talk to. I didn't have anyone to cry to. So it was really hard. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, we didn't. We, you tend not to think about that part, but you're right. When something goes on in your child, you usually do turn to your parent. You do have someone there that, that you're able to get that solace from. Oh, yes, yes. You know, mm-hmm. I think that your book is probably going to hit home for a lot of people. Though the situ- the circumstance may not be exactly the same in that, you know, you were kidnapped from one home and placed in another some of the other elements, you know, I, I listen to many of the stories of people that are a part of the baby boomer uh, generation, you know, those that were born like in the in the late 40s, uh, early 50s, and they tell very similar stories. You know, I didn't get a chance to live with my dad. I lived only with my mother, or I didn't live with my mother. I lived with my grandparents. Yeah. I never saw my parents. And, and just how the, the dynamic of of how um, people have grown up in their lives, and it's not as it's not always as traditional as we think, and it is not always yeah. people of color. It it is it is everyone has a story yeah. to tell, and and we really we really do need need to listen because it would help uh, help our communities heal as a whole. Now. When we look at um, family dynamics, so we're understanding that you were you were living with your with your mom and that family. Now you're at your dad's. You didn't know anything about him. Totally different surroundings, and now you have a new family. Um, how were you able to interact with um, with with your stepmother or or with you know other siblings? How did that part go? Well, the thing that was, everything was different because when I lived with my mother, we lived in a small country, uh, small village, and we were poor. And then now I'm brought up to live with my father. He's, he was a politician. He had a lot of money. Um, it was truly different. The way they treated me was different because they looked at me as an outsider, uh, this girl that just came to live with us. And the sad part about it is that my mother was a teenager mom. She was a maid in their household before she had me. So having me was unwanted pregnancy. She was forced because this was a a powerful man who forced himself to this young 16-year-old maid. And now he's, he has power to come and get me and raise me with his wife and children who didn't want me. So it was, it was really hard growing up with people who didn't want me. I was a reminder every day to his wife and to his other children that he cheated and there's nothing they can do about it because he's a powerful man. So it was very hard growing up in that environment. I can imagine. Wow, what a story that you have 
to share most definitely and and so many times when we when we watch this on television or we hear about it it is a fictitious story but but to know that this has really happened to you it it brings a certain um uh, authenticity to to the story and you're like oh my goodness and and the journey yeah. that you take now, speaking of your journey, you have come to the United States. I want to kind of fast forward a little bit because um, we're almost out of mm-hmm. time. How did you feel when you arrived in the States? Um, I was very excited uh, because I used to watch uh, America on TV, and I was very excited to come here. It was different. Um, I lived in Michigan uh, at first. And I got to experience snow for the first time, and I thought that was fun. Uh, Maybe the (laughs) hardest part was learning. (laughs) Learning English was kind of hard, you know, going through, uh, going around, and I couldn't speak to anyone, and I really wanted to connect. Uh, But after I learned English, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I was very excited to be here and to get to know a different culture, have new friends. Um, it, it was hard, but it was good and it was ex- uh, exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I know, Sima, that I am so glad that you made the journey um, here and that you have been able to share your story, your complete story with the rest of the world, because it really is uh, a beacon of light for for those who have gone through something similar and that inspiration to to remind us to just keep going, that no matter what happens to us at one particular point, we can definitely keep going and be the person that we've been called to be. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again for visiting me here on Modern Living with Dr. Angela. Now, before I let you go, can you remind everyone, please, what is the title of your book? Where can we get a copy and how can we stay in contact with you? Uh, you can get, well, my book's name is Battling Forgiveness, and you can get this book on Amazon, and you can keep in touch with me on Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook page for my book, and it's called Battling Forgiveness. Just type Battling Forgiveness in, in a Facebook search, okay. and then you can see my page, and then you can p- keep in touch with me. I love it. I love it. Thank you again for visiting with us today. And everyone, just in case, if you would like to listen to a longer version of our interview, she was also a guest on Daily Spark with Dr. Angela, my radio program. You can simply Google her name and Dr. Angela Chester, Daily Spark with Dr. Angela, and you can find on your favorite platform. We'll be back right after this. Hi, everyone. Dr. Angela here. Did you know that Daily Spark is now on Facebook? That's right. You can visit with me at facebook.com forward slash Daily Spark with Dr. Angela. I want to know more about what you're thinking. I'd love to know which interview did you find the most entertaining or the most informative. I want to talk to you, and I want you to be able to talk to me. Simply visit facebook.com forward slash Daily Spark with Dr. Angela. Thank you again, everyone, for listening to us here on Modern Living with Dr. Angela. Until next time, bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.